Um, I don't know why my oh, I just have to turn it on. I'm fucking stupid. I was like, I don't know why my virtual camera's not working. Right now? Keep talking? No. <laughs> I'm not talking anymore to you. I fucking hate you. Sometimes you're not nice. What I don't do you know if mean? you're ever nice. I'm always nice. No, I know what you're doing again. But you keep going. Yeah, but now I'm calling you out on it, so that's not good content. That's perfect content. It's even better. I'm just going to record you when you talk shit about me being upset about certain things, and then literally within 20 minutes, you get upset, but 10 times worse than me about the same thing. That's the sound bites I'm going to put on the video version. Welcome to Two Dudes at Game. We are back. We we need to get back on a better schedule, James. We we have gotten some time. The holidays are here. Things are getting difficult to keep up with the recordings, but there has not been a lack of content out there and things going on in the gaming world. One of my favorite times of year. New game means new Call of Duty League. It's out there. We had the I mean, kickoff. It's, it's out there. No, oh, it's out there. The kickoff, the kickoff, the opener. So uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the Call of Duty League, uh, most of their tournaments now that we are post, you know, I air quote it post COVID, um, we are back to having LAN events. But the kickoff event is normally an online event that doesn't really affect too much. But this one affected a whole lot. There's a lot of things going affected, on here. Uh, it affected the perception of the event. It affected the perception of bringing in new viewers. It did. And there... I've never seen this. <laughs> like, never, this is the first time that this has kind of really happened. So, if you're a, a Optic fan... You probably already know Texas optic fan. You probably already know what is, what is going on here. Um, this was the first ever forfeit, like forfeiting a match for something you didn't do wrong for the other team making a mistake. Um, so it was weird. It, it was, it was definitely weird. Like I had to read it a couple of times on what's going on. So, um, they were playing. I can't remember the exact. It was was it London Ravens that they were playing at the time? The team doesn't really matter at that point. But um, so Optic was playing, and it was two to two at a best of five. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Minnesota Rocker. So they were playing Minnesota Rocker. It was two to two. It was best of five um, on a control. So there's actually even here's even crazier time. Normally. The Call of Duty League does not play different game modes than what you have in the standard game. But since the game doesn't have all the game modes in it in your normal everyday play, they are playing Control. Control is one of my favorite game modes. Um, and, it, and basically what it is is you're on an attacking side and a defending side. You have two spots on the map that you need to either defend or control. You control it for a certain amount of time. It goes away. You get another minute on the clock to control the other one. But you're not only fighting against the clock, you're fighting against deaths. So every time you die, you lose. So there's two ways you can win. You can gain control of both, defend, or three ways. If you're, if you're attacking, there's two ways to win. Gain control of both spots for a certain amount of time, or yep. kill the other team 30 times. And you win. So you get 30 kills, it's gone. The defending team can either defend that spot for the allotted amount of time. So I think it's a minute and a half. Or they can kill the other team 30 times. So whichever whichever happens first for you. Whichever goes first. There's two spots on the map to be able to do that. It's a best of five, basically. So first to three wins. Uh, three, three wins goes to it. Yeah, exactly. So the Ro- Minnesota Rocker and Optic Texas are 2-2. Going into the third round. During that round, a player, and this is in the final, like, 30 seconds of the game. Like, we're talking final 30 seconds of the game here. A member, a teammate member of the Minnesota Rocker uses a kill streak 
that has been GA'd. So there's a gentleman's agreement to not use the kill streak. The reason for the GA on this particular one, now normally GAs are decided around weapons and weapons that just are not balanced in the game. Um, so the two that, uh, there's a couple that have been then GA'd, the uh, AK or the 70, 74U AK has been GA'd, the STB556 has been GA'd, um, and smoke grenades have been GA'd. Now, the smoke grenade GA is because of a glitch in the smoke grenades. When you throw them, it's possible for one side on the smoke grenade to be able to see through it and the other side not to be able to see through it. Not a very good competitive advantage there. If that happens, you know, it kind of breaks the game. You know, it's game yeah, breaking exactly. at that point. The other thing that they GA'd was the SEA kill streak. So that's the kill streak that brings in the bomber over top and it sprays down kind of hellfire on top of everybody. You get three different locations where you can drop it. So you may have experienced this. I've experienced this problem with the SEA says I changed away from using it. When you go into the animation, when it pulls the uh, the iPad out of his butt, you know, because that's yeah. I don't know where it goes, <laughs> but he just pulls it out of his butt and you have this iPad that you're using. It freezes for like five seconds. You can't do anything. So your character stuck for a certain amount of time there and you can't move. Okay, that's hurting you. It's not hurting the other team, but it's hurting you. So there's an agreement like we're just not going to use this. No one's going to use it because, hey, guys, we don't want you to not be able to move for five seconds and we get that advantage. It, it's trying to keep the competitive advantage. Now, I want to point this out. This is not as a new. You've got me interested in the CDL for the first time ever so <laughs> watching it now. So as a new person, I'm really understanding these GAs are not part of the CDL rule set. No, the Call of Duty League. No, like they don't. The gentlemen's agreements is between the teams and the players. Activision, Call of Duty, Infinity War, whoever's running the tournament, they're it's not their rules, so they don't enforce this. Nope, stuff. they don't enforce it. Now the referees will enforce will enforce these during the games once they agree on them. So there are if if something is used in the game or a GA is broken in the game, it normally results in a forfeit for the team that broke the GA the for GA. that game or if it's like really early in the match let's say you load into a match and again this video games it's easy to misclick when you're trying to move fast or do anything at that point or you load into the game and you have a a GA weapon in you can just call that right away and be like hey guys I got a GA weapon let's let's restart before anything happens let's restart the game and and ninety percent of the time they just restart the game. No one has a problem with it, but it, but it normally gets called out right at the beginning. So if you're watching the Call of Duty League, sometimes you'll see a game get started and then immediately the match ends. That's normally because somebody had something on them that was GA'd. Somebody glitched. A controller didn't exactly. work. Yeah. A that setting was wrong. They they just stop and they they and loop that, back. And that makes a lot of sense. Yes, yeah. and, and that's normally how it works. You don't normally get this late in a game five rounds in and then someone uses a GA thing. So what happened is the rocker player used the SEA kill streak by accident. Now, here's my question. Why did you have the kill streak equipped? Why did you wait so long into the match? Like there's so many questions here on that. Did but he, anyway. The only question I have is, is did he pick it up in a care package? No, so because you can't. Care packages are banned. You don't. That, it's not allowed. So then he had to equip this. He equipped in his it. Loadout. So so when you go in, so right now you have the CDL playlist. So if you go into the CDL playlist, what you're gonna get is a brand new gun slots that have the rules. So you can't even equip these things because it gives you a little exclamation part by them and it, it bans you from using it. So when your kill streaks on the side, you'll only see two if you're using a banned one. The SEA one is not the one that's not banned from the CDL, but it's GA, so it's still available to choose for them. So that person had to actually select it. They selected that that kill streak. So now they use the kill streak, they glitch, Optic wins at the end on a huge comeback. So Optic but was they, losing. But they were also winning 
and we're going to win before this person even. So tried they to had already made they already made a big comeback and they're already going to win this. You know, you could tell that they were going there to win like this. There was like seven seconds left in the match. And they used this, which gives them a five second glitch. And what they did, and this was an it took an hour. An hour to debate this. They moved on to the next game, to the phase game afterwards, because this was taking so long. Because you still had a whole nother game mode to play. Yeah. Like they hadn't even finished the like this this wasn't even the deciding thing. It wasn't like this was over, the match was over. They would just lost that round. Or I would say this game was over. The match was not over yet. Well, I thought that this game gave them a three to two win in the best of five. No, 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 no. That's not how it worked. They would have taken, they could have played it back and it would have been two, two, and they would have played the other one. Optic forfeited the next game. That's what, that's what gave it to them. So they had forfeited the whole thing. They're like, we're done. We're not going to play out anymore. So what ended up happening at the end is it ends on a control. I don't like it ending on control. Like this is one of the things that I'm not a big fan of is on respawn games. It's it, this happens. So I like when they end on a search and destroy. Normally they end with search and destroy, but since it was best of five kickoff weekend, they went with more of a high octane game to get people interested, which is yeah, they're trying to get more viewership, really. which was trying to watch, um, watch this one. So anyway, what ends up happening is he gets glitched out. The glitch happens. And Rocker asks to watch. Like they're like, no, 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 no. We used it. We we need to we need to stop. Optic thinks they won. Rockers now challenge this. It goes to the referees. The referees don't know what to do. So they're talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. So an hour pass. Optic has to has two options. They can forfeit the match completely. Forfeit the game. Lose the match. Or they can replay the entire game again because of someone using a kill streak on the other side of the team that hurt the other side of the team. It's not like it hurt Optic. It hurt the other side of the team from their own mistake. Optic chooses to forfeit because the thing you got to realize, guys, is if they play this back, it's one extra game for all of the pros to understand strategy that they're going, mm -hmm. you know, you really kind of have to think of this as more of football than like baseball seasons or things like that. Like it's a football game. It's a strategy. The more you give your strategy that you're using, the more game film they have to watch because they're recording all this. The teams watch film on their breaks and everything, especially in a respawn game like control. They're watching this. Optic did not want to give everyone out there. They didn't want to give FaZe um, and, and, and anyone, mainly FaZe right now, any other opportunity to see them play. So they forfeit the match. Explain to me where you have ever seen in any sport the team that did not break a rule is forced to forfeit like this 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 has me infuriated here what i don't like about uh, like i said i am just watching the cdl kind of for the first time and i was super excited about watching but here's what i don't like and this is just as a as a sports fan the ruling and the decision that they decided to take this sets a precedent going forward so what keeps another team from using a ga at the last moment of the game knowing they're going to lose it messes up and then they know that they can appeal it and get the because you can't keep you, 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 this is the decision you, you've made, right? So unless they come out and say, we got that wrong, yada, 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 they, they reverse action. This is what it's going to be like going forward. So now people can use glitches, like set gentlemen's agreement. You could have someone on the team that puts something on there in a last ditch effort to replay a game. Yeah. Like I do not, I am not a fan of, of the direction that I, I think, I think they got it wrong. I, I hands down feel that the the CDL here got this wrong. This this was not something that that should have been one. It should have been replayed back because because Optic was obviously going to win at this point. Like there was there was no that kill streak was not going to kill enough people to magically flip this in seven seven to eight seconds when it was used. Two. 
your precedent is completely right. Now everybody's kind of thinking, well, let's just equip that. Like, let's have it in our back pocket to be able to flip this. Or maybe we don't get the break we want right off of a game and we'll just use something real quick. Like it does, it does set the precedent for that. Now I'm all for the players getting together and deciding how do we have the most competitive gameplay, even though some of the bands, like we know there's glitches and stuff. We know there's bands that should have happened, but my, my question is like, shouldn't they just bring this in front of the call of duty league board, whoever's running the rules and be like, Hey, here's a list of the things we want. And they just put it into the main rule set until glitches are fixed. Like, like you and I were talking about that. I disagreed with you when you first said it, but then I went back and thought about it. I'm like, Hey, James is James is right here for, for one of the first times. Like there should be. Hey, thanks. Wow. There, there should be thanks like for the backhanded ass compliment. <laughs> I worked it in there, but I had to just tweak it just enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. You hate admitting when I'm right. Yeah. Sometimes. Look, you can't even, you can't, you can barely look at I the camera even, and I say it right now. I, James, you were correct. They should that have brought this. Soul. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Trust me. There's I other things. Ark that. and those guys are going to be like, wow, that, that was painful for you. Uh, they would believe that. Yeah. For those guys. But <laughs> this should have gone in front of like a board beforehand. And now I know it's just the opening series and I hope that they get this under control and maybe they add it as a rule play or they come up with something, but there's more GA drama. They're gentlemen's agreements. Listen, as someone, again, I'm going to bring this up. You've got me interested in watching a stupid league. And now it's like, I, I mean, honestly, it, it, I'm a big ice hockey fan, a big football fan. It's like, all right. So if Buffalo and Kansas City get to the fourth quarter in an NFL game, we agree that Mahomes and Allen can't play in the fourth quarter. No, it's like, not, that's how, it's not like that's how that. stupid it's not these game, agreements it's not are. No, but I mean, game, that's, how, that's how stupid they are. They literally take things out of the game, and you're going to talk about it right now, and I'm setting you up for this. They're, they take things out of the game that can affect individual players sure, and their play style. But this is this is where it, beca- well, not necessarily. So here here's an interesting thing with the next one is the new GA that that is is trying to come out that was voted on that was bare and it's all voted on it's majority vote between the teams that barely went through but did go through targets one player really one player at the end of the day and and it will affect some other ones but it really was designed around one player my personal opinion his personal opinion and if anybody has watched the call of duty league or is a fan of halo formal's opinion so for you know, I, I I trust Formal here because he doesn't have the gag order that all these players have through through the CDL that doesn't allow them to say the things they want to say. So Formal is kind of speaking on behalf of of Scump, who who is uh, Seth is is his real name, but speaking out uh, for Scump here, where they're trying they GA'd the M4. So the M4. The most basic weapon. The basic of basic in weapons. Call of Duty. But the M4 currently can be kitted in a way that allows for your main SMG player to run an M4 to run an assault rifle. What ends up having the problem with that, and that's why they banned the STB uh, 5.56 and the uh, assault rifle, the 7.4U. Is because they play too much like SMGs, but they have the hitting power of an AR, which means in a close-up gunfight, you do not have a chance to win. But here's my thing. If they're all using it, does it matter? Like, you're, you're all using the same thing. Like, the other agreements are normally around glitches and things like that, that bug out in the game that could cause... An unfair advantage like that happened, smoke grenade, like the smoke like grenade. Every sense. once in a while, it may happen. But here, we're just saying this guy, Scump, and I'm going to say it: Scump's game against Florida after the 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 whole mess with Rocker. Scump was pissed. Scump is right now. Him and Crim Six. We can argue those two all day long on who is the best Call of Duty player of all time, but it's one of those two. It's it's Michael Jordan and LeBron. You know, you're arguing. Everyone's arguing who's the best between the who gives a shit. They're both the goat of this. 
Even Crim6 has come out and say, hey, when Skump retires, the Call of Duty League no longer exists. Because Crim6 already out, Skump going out behind him, you have nobody. Yeah. There was 105,000 people watching the Optic game. 105,000 people on Twitch. I don't know what YouTube was. But 105,000 people watching for an hour and a half long straight video game. The WNBA had probably 105,000 people watch all of their games combined last year. It's, it's messed up. But it's probably why true. You gotta bring the, why you got to bring them in? But it's probably why, true. Why you got to bring them in? Why you got to... Because you gotta I, that was like the that. lowest... The lowest shacked in the fool. The, the lowest, like thing I could think of, of, of attendance and watching it is online. It's an online video game. When they went to the next game after this, it was down to 35, 3,500, not thousand, hundred people watching. That's how much optic pulls. That's how much skump pulls. So skump was pissed. He's the goat. It's like pissing off Michael Jordan the next game out. You don't do it. Because he came out and wrecked Florida the next. Single-handedly beat them. Now Skump was running around with an M4 as a main SMG. He's a main SMG player. He's up in your face. He moves fast. They already canceled, got rid of slide canceling, so he's not moving as fast as he used to. It don't matter for Skump. He's adapted to the game. So here he is wrecking it. Next day, we've got a GA that comes out and says, hey, you know what, guys? We probably should ban the M4, too. Yeah, we're going to make this gentleman's agreement to get rid of the M4. 100% so Skump does not have to use it. Can't use it in the game. Just because he's better with it than anyone else in the league. Uh, yes. And here is an actual quote from him. So Skump went on... His uh, his stream that night, he was playing, they were streaming, they are getting ready to scrim, and he was talking to Formal about it. And he said, yes, it is GA'd. They GA'd it mid-stage as if it's not my last year. So it's like, you're going to do this. Scump's already said he's retiring. Like, you're going you're gonna to ban this weapon that you know I use so well in my last year. He said, I lost, I lost full, bro. I actually found my rhythm and they took it away from me. Like, why are we allowing pro players to use their own biases to create GAs? I don't understand. Teams are changing their decisions after the event. Like, what's going on here, bro? We're a week away from a major. So starting to tomorrow, uh, on Friday, 12-9, we have the first major. So after they watch these guys, him play, they're like, fuck, we can't beat him with that. So we're going to GA it. I have never seen this. Like, James, I've been watching this for the last five years. I have never seen them do this. Normally, I, mean, it's, I didn't realize you had a bunch of Karens in this league. Dude, it, it's, it's never been this way before. Like, it's normally, hey, here's the things that we know are glitched. Let's GA those things and we'll move on with it and, 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 and we'll adjust to the meta as the meta comes. So there's other GAs that come in, like when a scope gets broken or, or something like that. When A good example was when uh, the, the sniper scope from Modern Warfare, remember when it showed no glint? Yeah. They GA'd that scope for a couple of rounds because that's an unfair advantage. Like there's no glint. So they GA'd it. And they're like, we don't want to take it out of the game. We're not going to ban it. So we just GA'd it, and then it comes back, and okay, we'll use it again when it's when it's fixed. That's how that's supposed to work. That's them them coming together and like managing their own things as men and doing this. But here is now all of a sudden taken to the next level of you're too good with that. We should do it. So my opinion here's what I here's what should happen next year. Or hell, start this year. It doesn't matter. We can change the rules whenever the fuck we want. You get one loadout. You use this AR, this loadout with this. You don't customize it. You don't do anything. The league provides it to you. You get this SMG loadout. You get this sniper rifle loadout. That's it. Go play. That's the most even you can make it. This is what we're looking for, guys. You don't want anyone to make decisions anymore. 
That's what the, that's what the league needs to do to be able to calm. I mean, that's what down. these players are going to force the league to do, and that's going to be boring. Yeah, it's going to be super boring because there's no there's no there's nothing there. Now it all ends up being meta anyway. You know, everyone was running M4s or that I can't even pronounce the name of it, but the one nine millimeter gun that for the. SMG. I have a question. I have a question for you. Yeah. When they're playing in CDL, is every is the game unlocked for them? What do you mean unlocked? So they're playing under their name. Are they playing under their profile, like whatever they've unlocked? No, 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 no. Like it's a private. Tuning, or is the game privately and it's every a, weapon and tuning and everything is completely open? So they get the ability. So it's a private match that has everything unlocked. Okay. Um, minus the rules that they set up for the private match. So you can see, like, if you created a, if we well, like, there's a no like one now. guy that has better attachments for his gun because nope. the other guy doesn't have his unlocked yet. So even if you go into like the CDL league, um, CDL uh, list, I, I don't know if it's working this way now, but the way it worked in, in Modern Warfare is even if you hadn't unlocked it, you have them unlocked in that playlist. In that playlist, because it's a, it's a it's a new set of guns that you have to create. It doesn't transfer over to the other playlist so in the other playlist it'd be locked until you you would do, get it that playlist it's open for you to be able gotcha. to use um, just like if you create a private match you can use stuff before you unlock it if you went and created your own private match anyway so that being said a lot of drama around scum's first game like first match on retirement season I hope we get this under control. I hope this isn't what it looks like because as a as a true fan of it, I'm just I'm not gonna be able to watch it if we continue to move forward with with this BS. Like like play the game, guys. Play the fucking game. Stop crying about it. I I, I hate that. And and I and it's so nice to have like formal and crim six being able to say what they want to say about it because they're being brutally honest on the things that happened internally to that league and how much it's changed. And they even fired a bunch of their broadcasters and stuff of, from last year and brought on all new broadcasters. And then they flipped the whole league over. It's not what it used to be, but they might be opening the door for someone else to roll in and do a better production that they have. This is a popular game. You have 100,000 people watching it at any given time. It's going to be it's big money. You know, they were playing for $500,000 uh, $500, tomorrow. When did you ever think we'd be playing a video game for a first prize of 500k? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's insane money. But the, the profits are there. The money's there. It makes yeah. sense when you look at the big picture. And, and, I, and I want and, and it's also giving it's giving gamers like a way to make a living. If you're good enough, just like the pros and things like that, you don't have to be a streamer. You don't have to do all that stuff. Now, granted, I I do honestly believe Scump and a lot of these guys have lost money because of content creation and what they could do, but they built their name through this. So, like, these guys are retiring at, like, 25, 26, 27 years old, and then they have a whole career after it of content creation because they have this fan base. Like, it's, I mean, it's really I remember... Nice. I remember PUBG was really putting on really awesome tournaments. Doc was going, Ninja was going, Shroud was going, and it was a lot of fun to watch these tournaments. And then all of a sudden, they just stopped going. And finally, somebody asked Shroud, and he goes, "It's simple. I lose, uh, I lose close to uh, five hundred thousand dollars every time I go away for a weekend." Yeah, yeah. So and he goes to try to win a tournament for that pays me fifty thousand. Why would I do that? Yeah, it's it's and and now we're getting to the point to where the money's worth it, the contracts are worth it. You know, you you know, you a lot of these guys that are big names, they're pulling in six figures, they get sponsorship deals. Sh you know, Shroud got all the sponsorship deals afterwards, but a lot of his um uh what was it? He was playing uh Counter-Strike. Counter -Strike. A lot of his Counter-Strikes yeah. was, you know, he has his own mouse line, his own keyboard line, all that kind of stuff. So it's worth it. I hope they get the stuff together. If you're not a fan, tune in, watch a game, watch a little bit. If you want to see how the game's supposed to be played, like 4v4, Call of Duty, bring that back. Like we got this 6v6 chaos that you're used to. When you're playing 4v4, it's not the same. And I understand the CDL playlist has Team Fire on and it's not for everybody. Like it's definitely not the playlist that a casual player wants to jump into. Because there's a lot of things that you got to kind of have to understand on how to play. S and D is one of them. Like not a lot of people like to play S and D, but 
it is a competitive game mode and if you want to see what 4v4 feels like it's a whole different game it's you know it would be great you know it would be great if call of duty added to their competitive game mode a fucking ranking system, system. that gave me incentive that. to play the competitive game mode. All right. That's my thing today. That's what I wanted to talk about. We could get into the ranking system, and I agree with you, but I don't think we're ever going to get Well, we're supposed to get that, but I don't think we're going to get that. So what do yeah, you got for us Black today, Black Ops James? 17. It'll be there. What do you got for us today? Uh, I want to bring in, you know, I love, I love tooting the Xbox horn. I love it. You know me. I love my Game Pass. Uh, as we all know, Microsoft and this Activision Blizzard deal is nonstop between them and Sony. And at one point, Microsoft even offered to guarantee that Call of Duty would always be a part of Sony for the next 10 years, which is a long time, which I kind of laughed. Sony scoffed at it and basically said, no, that's not good enough. What cracks me up is that's 2032. For anyone that understands the way console gaming and gaming 2032? In general, 2032? 2023, yeah. you mean? Sorry. No, 10 years. Oh, to the game, too. I thought you were talking about this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, no. What are you saying? In 10 years, we're talking 2032, and these ex- execs, especially over at Sony, act like everything's going to be the same. Like, you're crazy if you think Sony's still going to be pumping out God of Wars and... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn games and Last of Us games that are console exclusive and they're going to survive. It just, it just, you can see it changing. Nintendo's even slowly cracking the door open. It, it just, it's too much money lost that could be sold to multiple different platforms, especially the more these consoles become more like miniature PCs. So with Sony just being dumb. And we can go all day about how they're acting like little babies and they're fanboys. My God. The next time I see a Sony fanboy post on Twitter about, oh, I got eight kill, eight wins in a row on, on Warzone, but they get to play uh, closed lobbies and they can play console only. They don't have to play crossplay with Xbox and PC. Like, sh- stop bragging about your 300 people queued up in your playlist. It's the um, same 300 people over and over again. Yeah, just over and over because everyone else is playing crossplay with their buddies. So Microsoft took a big swing yesterday and announced that they had struck a deal with Nintendo to guarantee that uh, Call of Duty would be on Switch for the next 10 years now, or whatever Nintendo thing goes forward. Yeah, so so here's the thing. like This was the same deal that was offered to Sony or, or said to Sony, and, and it, it floors me that... Sony doesn't understand that in the gaming world, 10 years is a lifetime. We don't even know if Call of Duty is going to be around in 10 years. It could flop. Like, it, I mean, it, Battlefield's trying their damnedest to, to Exactly. Disappear. Like, you have games that are on the top that just completely <laughs> disappear over a year. And you know what? I, we're, we're one really bad patch away from Call of Duty being a flop again of people not wanting to play Warzone, of seeing everyone walk away from the game mode. Like, look at Halo, guys. You don't even have to build a bad game for people to go away. You just have to not give them enough content and we're too bored with it and we walk away. Like, Halo Infinite is a phenomenal game. Nobody fucking plays it because there's no content. So to think that a 10-year-long agreement is not long enough for you, Sony, like, come on, guys. That's an attorney. Like, I would be taking that deal. Like, okay, we got it for 10. So you know what, Sony? You got 10 years to figure out what the fuck the game's going to be that's going to replace that when you don't have it anymore. Or let's say you don't have yeah. it anymore. Or you never know. It could have just kept going if my, if they're proving that they're making Microsoft a ton of money. Yeah, Microsoft, like, and, and that's the whole thing. This is also... Let's let's do say the the Nintendo deal does bank on the Activision deal going through. Correct. Yeah. So like the Activision deal has to go through, and Sony is doing its damnedest to make sure that doesn't go through. But it feels like you could just take the ten year deal, help it go through. Like this is only helping Sony or, or Microsoft Blizzard, like lawsuit here of the merger. Like this is just helping the merger here because it's like, hey, we're making deals. We're not trying to take it away. And here's the other guy over here that just wants to poke at us so this doesn't happen when everyone else in the community doesn't doesn't care, thinks we're doing the right thing. 
I mean, outside of the the Sony ponies that will defend Sony to till their death, no matter what they do, they could say, starting tomorrow, games are a hundred dollars, and you'd have a million Sony fans talking about how it's great for gaming that they raised their games to a hundred dollars and why it's important and why it's okay that they did it. It just it just cracks me up. They don't they don't care about the big picture. They just care about trying to be number one at any cost, and it it just it's pointless. I I honestly I don't understand. Now the other thing that's interesting is they also announced that this ten year agreement guarantees that Call of Duty will be on Steam. And as we know, Valve uh, uh, Valve's Gabe Newell come out and said there is no formal agreement. We just trust Microsoft if they say they're going to continue to support Call of Duty on Steam that they're going to do it. So I found that super interesting. Uh, that shows you right there that. Microsoft isn't out there trying to make deals for money. No. They're just looking yeah. at a business side and they say, hey, this is doing good on Steam. We're going to continue putting it on Steam. But I also they have did it a with respect. Halo. They did it with all their first party stuff. I also have a respect for Steam now that I didn't have before of being the guys that come out and say, you know what? Thanks, Microsoft. Like They could take that deal. So they could easily just take the deal and guarantee it. But they're going to be like, you know what? We don't need to sign any agreement. You guys are doing the right thing. You're going to put the game out on whatever platform is going to be the best platform for your business. We're a platform business. We 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 live it. That's the thing for Steam not to take the deal. They live and die by people buying games off of their platform. So here's a company that's only only job is to be a launcher for whatever game like that's what they do it's a downloader and a launcher for you to play a game that somebody else made and they're not going to take a deal to guarantee the hottest game in the world is on there that that shows the respect that they feel for microsoft right now especially of, for a launcher because microsoft yeah. could have turned around and, and signed a deal with epic oh do you think epic's ever going epic would never do that epic would take the deal like, oh, like immediately. Epic yeah, would yeah. take the Ab- deal absolutely. immediately and be like, and it would make sense from Microsoft's standpoint because Epic takes less money. Yeah. But but here's but here's guys that that are in the community now building a strong case for this this to go through and and really setting Microsoft Microsoft up to not be the bad guy anymore. Sony's looking like the bad guy again and again and again. You go and, back to I mean, according to Spencer, even even after this deal, he has said Call of Duty will launch on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. Yeah. And that I thought was a backhanded compliment, basically saying, in my opinion, he's saying, if you guys keep this shit up, you're not going to have a console to sell to anyone anymore. No, no. And, 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 and at the end of the day, we, we've already seen the push for cloud gaming. Cause we've got, you know, Samsung TVs. Now you can play video games through the Samsung TV, through the cloud. So you're, you're already starting to see this shift in this trend. Now, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how great it's going to be, but I love to see the innovation coming to the space. I love to see that you can get your hands on these games and you don't have to go buy a really expensive console. I just have to go buy my game pass that I can afford. You know, I can, I can cancel here and there. So I like the trends that we're seeing. I like what Microsoft is doing. It's very rare that I ever say that because of how much I've hated windows and all of their other products for so long. And you know, yes, I'm, I'm an Xbox fanboy from back in the day, but I started with the Sony PlayStation. I started on PlayStation. I mean, first. most most gamers did for sure. Well, because PlayStation One kind of came out before Xbox really had anything. Yeah, absolutely. To, to compete with, so so you're forced into that. It was that or Nintendo. Um, and you know, at my age, the new the better games were coming to PlayStation. I still remember, I still remember the first like PlayStation Two. Actually, was the one that I remember the most of when you put in. Uh, the first Gran Turismo, and I was like, "Man, I'm actually driving a car. This is fucking amazing!" It's yeah, so that was on the original PlayStation because that was the first game I ever played. On I didn't have it on the original GT one. Gran Turismo one, but it but PlayStation two launched with GT with Gran Turismo two. Two, yeah, the two was the first. And the graphic one I ever upgrade was ridiculous. Oh, uh, out of this world! And then Xbox One came, or Xbox Xbox, not Xbox One, but the first Xbox came out and you're like i can play with my friends what is this this is now, so what amazing about, i do i do want to bring this back though what's your opinion on how important 
is it that Call of Duty is now going to be on Nintendo? I honestly don't know if it's that important to Nintendo. I don't know how how many like I guess it's is it important to does it help the game continue to grow from Activision's point of view? Any opportunity to get a game in front of a player helps build the community. Like if you can get it in front of them, that's what you're looking to do. But am I going to have to play Call of Duty like you know, like I well, had to on the. On that's the, my whole thing. Is like when you see it, on the Wii where it, I was swinging. And, how bad? So here, here. How bad do you feel? I mean, granted, I wouldn't mind playing Warzone to just fucking. This is the <laughs> melee button. Like I just swing the switch con, the Joy-Con controller because I'm hitting the B button. Out of like, Isn't I need that, to add it to a paddle or something. And that's just. I would just r- literally. Run around and just isn't that, take isn't a that rope final, and just that swing like an, this thing around. My guy's just going to be swinging his arm. Isn't that time. like an oxymoron? There, I'm going to swing the joystick, the joy con, the joy con, the joy con to melee someone to death. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of exercise. No, just so whipping this thing around like I'm but on, I still, on a horse. So, so think about it. How bad are you going to feel though? Because I know I feel bad. When I see the switch icon on Fortnite and I get killed by someone, how bad are you gonna feel when you see the switch icon on there and you got killed in Warzone? Like, I mean, not. I won't feel bad. Just like I don't feel bad in Fortnite because it's probably some five year old that's just better than. But me. that's what makes me feel the bad. The only it's time like, that makes I'm me so upset. Now. The only time that really makes me upset when I get killed by someone in Fortnite and their icon pops up is when a mobile icon pops up. Oh, then I feel yeah, like I should just stop worse. playing the game. That's even worse there. I mean, Call of Duty's there. They got the new mobile game out, so mobile integration into like every all crossplay might might happen. I do remember though, I played with Ark while he was traveling on mobile and he was mobile and I was playing and we did really well. Like shockingly enough, you can definitely play that game on mobile. He plays better on mobile than he does with his when he's playing at home, which is because he has to slow, he can't go as fast. Well, he has to pay attention, and that's he has his, to pay attention. It's a smaller he's, screen. He's one of those guys. He's laid back on his couch, laying down, like he ain't paying attention. He ain't taking this stuff seriously. Piss me off all no, the time. No, we play quads with Arca. It's like playing trios against quads. He's gonna go get the vehicle and the cash, though. Like that's his looting is his game. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. That's kind of I did I do want to bring one other thing up. Oh, this is a new thing. I don't know about this. No, I just want to bring up because if you're listening if you're following to our podcast, right? And and maybe you just started to binge them because it's the holiday season and you're like, oh let me check out this new podcast and you start watch listening or watching a couple, whether you're on audio or YouTube. The last episode we put out, you actually get a soundbite of Ender going, Call of Duty's back, baby. Uh, it's here to stay. I'm going to be grinding this game out all the time. And what did you tell me today during the Dude, I am bored. One episode later. That episode's a month later. Okay. It doesn't matter. There's three the weeks in between. To it, it could be, it could be 15 true. minutes ago. They wouldn't have known that until you brought it up right now. But I'm just saying that from one episode I, to the next, you went from Call of Duty's back, baby. I wish I had that soundbite to, to put you can, in You here. can grab it. That's fine. And and Call and now of Duty you're like, is bored. back. I'm over it. The multiplayer is back. I didn't say no I was bored with the multiplayer. the multiplayer. I understand no one cares about that, but I do. When you see me online, what am I playing? Ninety nine percent of the time. CDL. Oh, I don't pay attention to that part the, of that the, game. The, the CDL. I've already d- deleted it. The CDL mosh pit. I'm playing that. Saving space on my and PC. I only I only play DMZ and Warzone when you guys are on. It's not like I'll drop it into solos all the time because. Honestly, I'm bored. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. So what can they do to keep you from being bored? So all the stuff we talked about in the other one that they need to go to do the tuning. Like I'm waiting for that patch. I'm not. I didn't say I wasn't playing anymore. I said I'm getting bored with it because I really need the tune. So perfect example. We were talking about this. And if you want to get into it, we'll go ahead and get into it. I wasn't expecting this to run this long, but okay, let's go. You started to be playing Tarkov in the month. You opened up a can of worms here. Speaking of, they only have like 20 days left to put streets out. I know. I know. Uh, The the wipe is coming. The wipe is coming. Remember? Um, Yeah. Where was I going with this? You got me all thinking about Tarkov now. Anyway. (laughs) um, Oh, yeah, I know where I was going. DMZ. 
we were just talking about this, like things that they could do to DMZ. I don't really, uh, I'm not a fan of the DMZ mode right now. One of the biggest things, with I, I like the mode. I think it has potential. But it doesn't give me that gut feeling of I have to do something in it. it I, I have no penalty. There's no penalty in the game. So there's no penalty for even getting downed in the game. So so let's say you know I down you and I, I got the animation like Warzone. If, if, if the animation runs out and I die, I got to go to the gulag. If I don't win my gulag, which James can't win ever. I hate it. It's, so, it's just the dumbest. If I don't win the, no one no, goes no, to the no, gulag, I'm talking going, now. You're I'm done. excited to kill this guy. So no one. So I don't win my gulag. I'm out of the game until my teammate can bring me back in. So DMZ, a world that's supposed to be much. Uh, I don't even know the word to use. But much grittier, much grindier, difficult, hard, harsh, all of those things that you think it's going to be because they've been comparing it to the most difficult game I've ever played in my life in Tarkov for a first person shooter. And they've been comparing it to this. I die and I fall down and my thing ends. Guess what? I just got to wait for you to come revive me anyway. Cause I can get back up and pick up all my shit. No problem. Just run away. If anyone on your squad dies, just run away, ping the map where they're at and run away. Wait, wait, wait. And you can come back and up them. There's no, there's no penalty for dying. And I'm even like, make it to where when they die, your teammate has to buy you back in like they do in Warzone, and you lose all your stuff. But even just leave it sitting there. If I could parachute down and get it, fine. That's fine. But give me a penalty for for dying. My penalty for dying, like squad wiping, is I lose all my stuff. Okay, that sucks sometimes. But you know what? I just have to wait for this timer to run out. And if I jump back in the game, I'm just going to kill a bunch of AI and pick up these contraband guns. It's not really hard for me to get guns anymore. So, okay. There's nothing exciting about the mode. Nothing. You're just staring at me. I'm just, I'm just letting you go off. Well, that's all I gotta go say. Is there's nothing rant. exciting about it. The excitement is listening to you complain when I play. Well, I mean, if you were better, I wouldn't have to complain as much. Uh, when we play DMZ, it's very one-sided on who's always saving who. Oh, on DMZ, yeah, because I see AI and I'm like, let's go, let's start shooting them because I'm bored. And then I'm I gotta so come bored. And kill everyone and save you. I'm so bored. I'm running in there haphazardly because I want to feel some excitement in the game. It's not like in Tarkov where I'm like, Thank I really God I could revive you this way or you'd never get out of there. With then anything. I would have more excitement in the game and I wouldn't do it. I just stop picking you up. I have no penalty. That. That's how that's what's going to happen is just people are just be like, we're going to we're going to we're going to GA this. OK, guys. We got a gentleman's agreement in DMZ that no one picks anybody up after they're down. Like, that's no, just how we're you. playing it. Just me? Just you. Okay, well, yeah, that's how... You, the, so you can get that. I want so you to have that. That's fine. Everyone experience. else can use the M4 but Scump. Let's call it what it is, and let's go ahead and have that GA. I'm fine with that. If everyone votes, this is a democracy. Everyone gets their vote, and we'll see which direction we want to go in, but... It just it's, just... it's just boring to me, that game mode. And, and the Battle Royale... It's good. Like it's good. I'll play it. Um, I, I I'm not. I'm not happy with the plate system. To me, the first two biggest changes I would like to see, they'll probably never happen. First of all, get rid of that stupid ass gulag. No more team gulag. I, I'm done with it. The second thing is get rid of the sniper can't drop somebody with one shot. But the plate system in general, it's three plates. And and if you headshot somebody, they should drop. Like they should drop with a sniper rifle. Like you you have taken the skill gap of the game, and you have made it so tiny that you're good. Like there's there's no separation between good and 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 bad players anymore. Because you could take a bad player, sit him on top of the roof, like you said earlier, with a sniper and twelve plates in their backpack because they can carry it. And they can sit up there all day long and snipe people and no one's going to be able to get to them unless you hit the perfect airstrike, the perfect um, cluster afterwards, uh, mortar strike to kill them. There's nothing you can do. But here we are 
150, 200 yards out, peeking snipers on a roof that are aimed down scope, cracking them. And we can't. We know we can't finish them. There's nothing we can do. And, it, it and changes. And, and here I am, two v two v three, one v three, trying to get my teammates back in. I drop one guy. I go to the next. I crack him. Oh, he's got three plates on. Okay, that doesn't work. Boom! I hit the other guy. Oh, he got three plates on. It's still three v one, and I hit two perfect shots. And we're not gloating here. I really want people to understand. Like James and I absolutely understand we are average to above average call of duty players when you're looking at the millions of players out there like there are so many people better than us it's not even funny but we've been doing this long enough to know when we hit an awesome shot peaking we should get the benefit from doing that of being a better player I should not be penalized because the other guy can't do that. You already penalized me enough from skill-based matchmaking. Like, what do you what do you want? What do you want? And what's frustrating, and I, and I brought this up earlier, what's frustrating, it's not always that I can't one-shot kill someone, is that people are using it as an exploit now because they know they can go in certain places where only a sniper could get them. Top of towers, top of the high-rise. Only a sniper can shoot back at them. And they're taking advantage of the fact that they can stand out in the open, stay hard scoped, aimed on sight, because they know for a fact you can't one shot them. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's to me where it's starting to get out of hand. Now I'm, GA, I'm not saying that GA I'm also it. not we're, we're asking I, it right I understand now. that I'm also doing that. Like I, I noticed it because it's my own mentality. Oh, I can, why am I why am I trying to peek this roof? They can't kill me. Yeah. I guess so they can head out anywhere. And up out in the yeah. open, the whole map can see me. Because I know matter. I can take one shot before I have to or, get down. Or I have to take 17 shots from something. Like your time to kill with a headshot with a sniper to reload and hit the next shot is like five seconds. It's a five second time to kill with a sniper rifle. If the guy has three plates on that is absolutely insane when I can drop them with three plates in like half a second, if that with a Finnick, with, with a Finnick or, or an assault rifle or an M4 without hitting any headshot, without hitting Just any headshots. I, Cause I don't go headshots. I, I, li- I point my gun right at the chest and let the recoil bring me up. My last two shots might be a headshot might be. And that that's me getting a high TTK really fast but there's no you have taken an entire play style and and thrown it away i'm not the sniper on our team you are so i don't get it as much as you do but i also know when we play duos one of our biggest things that we do is you will crack them and knock them and i can push in to finish them but now that i can't slide cancel i can't move fast enough you can't crack them. I can't move them. They're playing it up before I get to them. I can't even drop them. No, anymore. you well, you can't drop. So or I even, have to basically change e- the way I play. Even if we we went to and you're like you three played them and he has no plates. By the time I can push in on him using a Fennec, the gun that makes me move the fastest possible, I still can't close the gap fast enough before he's three played it again. Exactly. So like you have removed that play style to the point where you've slowed the game down so much to have that gone. You're making it like a five second TTK. It's, it's insane that you, you can't do that. You can't do that. And that's boring me. It's the game becomes boring because now it's purely okay. Let me guess the circle. Let me try to get to the highest building in that circle. And I'm going to sit there. I'm just going to say, I'm going to get as many plates as I can. I'm going to carry a couple of revives with me. I'm going to go find the highest point on the map that I think is going to be in the circle. And I'm going to sit there. Yeah. And that's why we're not getting wins right now. Cause we're refusing to do that. But that, that is the game style. It, if, if we play the old irons game style of Verdance of go get a chopper land on top of all the, all the tall, tall buildings, no one would be able to do anything. The other thing that is, is boring me is, there's no chance 90% of the time I'm ever going to get my loadout. I'm just not. 
the way yeah, I, the way I was the happy loadouts they didn't drop, have the loadouts, but it is it is. But but it, here, it here's my thing. Here's my thing. People were right. Keep the loadouts the way they are now, but when they drop, make them drop sporadically again across the map based off of where the players are at and not in one singular line based off of the randomness of the of of the the plane that comes in. Like I don't understand why like it, the drop that was fine. That was fine. No one was complaining about that. They wanted a new good map. You listened to us on that. You gave us a good map. But you broke the other stuff that made it fun. And I, I look, I don't care about the slide canceling. All these guys talking about the movement, the movement, the movement's fine. You've just taken away core mechanics like sniper play and being able to get my loadout in the fucking game. Like, like we can buy my gun, but that wasn't what was fun. I like buying my custom loadout that I get. Like, I like having that ability, like make it more expensive then. You know, make it make it 20K for me to buy a loadout and you only get one. Because right now, not all the 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 items are in stock the whole time you go through. So there's a restocking phase in 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 the game now with all the buy stations. So just make yeah. it only one per game that you can get. And what is the deal with? I mean, if you die after the first circle, and then you come back from the gulag, you you're screwed. Basically, there's there's hardly any contracts. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You you have to hope you're in the gulag with a decent weapon that you can use to kill somebody and steal all their shit. Or you really need to hope you drop on an orange crate to give you any decent gear. Because the, the, the orange crates definitely give you really good gear out of them. That that's that's truth. Like you, you get an orange crate, you're like, okay, now I got a three-play carrier, you know, normally pops out of there, and some decent gun normally pops out of there, but yeah, and uh, I really don't like. I, again, I I don't like the plate system. I I remember Jay God talking about this. I think everyone should just have three. Even with the the armor satchel, there was nothing wrong with the plate system. No, no. I, and you fit you you try to do things to stuff that were were. Um, the least complained about it was things your game. in the game. Yeah, it, it was. It, but it's what made your game your game. And if people were complaining about those things. Go play Apex. Go play PUBG. Go play another game. Like you're trying to be the thing for everybody, and that's the that's where my DMZ mode comes into play. Like you're trying to be the game mode for everybody. You're trying to have the best multiplayer. You're trying to have the best looter shooter extraction. You're trying to have the best battle royale. Well, guess what? You guys can't maintain all of it because you're not tuning it. And I'm gonna leave this with it's patchable. They can fix it. We'll come back to this conversation most likely next month when we have another one of these podcasts come out because we probably won't do it for a couple of weeks because of Christmas and all the other craziness that's going to happen. But I just want to leave this with I agree with you on the fact that there is tuning that needs to be changed. I didn't I, I was I was happy. I thought we were going to have some fun stuff a month later of playing it and dropping in. You know, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 times. It's 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 boring. It's 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 boring game. I I'm just reiterating things that like Dr. Disrespect said. Tim Tim is not does not look like he's having fun playing the game. It's how he makes money, but he he's more happy to be in 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 uh AT&T Stadium than he is to be playing the game. Doc hates playing the game. But he plays it because people want to watch, you know, so, but if, if, if we had like a team that was stacked like those guys and we had all that time to play, like this would be, probably be a really fun game. Cause we'd probably be racking the wins up because it's not that complicated, but we just don't have the time in to invest, to do all of the perfect things you need to do. Exactly. I want to be able to pick up the game. I want to be able to play it. I want skill to to win out overall. If a guy outskills me and kills me, I'm never upset about it. We've heard it multiple times. And people may think we're bullshitting there, but please watch a stream. When a guy outplays us, we are happy. It's like, holy shit, did you just see that guy finesse the shit out of me? Like, okay, I'm not mad. 
But when I go up against a guy that's doing the little bunny hop in the game, like, oh, I learned how to bunny hop, and I can't fucking hit him because he's got three plates on, and I crack, like, that's just fucking annoying as shit. Anyway, I'm done. Are you done? <laughs> Did you got it? You added an extra, like, 40, 25 minutes to this. Hey, it's That perfect. wasn't expected. Worked out perfect. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Dudes That Game. I'm Ender. That's James. He's not very good at gaming. I'm just as bad. We try this, people. Give us a break. We're working on it. We're dads. We're having fun. We like the podcast. Please subscribe. Check out lastchoicenetwork.com for all of our other podcasts that we are extremely behind on. And I apologize to anyone that follows some of those uh well, let me rephrase that. The rest of our network is doing a fantastic job of keeping up to <laughs> keeping up with their content. But the owners, are yes, doing a good job. the owners of the network are and, doing uh, a horrible the job. 614, 614 and beyond yeah. also doing a good so, job. So we are not setting a great example for anyone that's on our network right now. But thank you to those guys for uh, keeping up with their content. Um, James and I will work on getting back onto our schedule, but we just, you got a lot of projects going on, a lot of things to manage. We're here to do that game. Thanks for listening. Good night.